When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone we are here at media day at the 2024 division one women's national team indoor champions and you can't talk national indoor champions without talking to the head coach to my right joining me now here on media day his team has won the last four national indoor championships six of the last nine and by the way they've made the finals nine consecutive years of course i'm alluding to our defending national championship winning head coach unc's brian caldas coach let's just start there the resume is getting long. Can I do the abridged version of that intro moving forward? And more broadly, how are you feeling today? Great. Uh, excited to be here. Excited to be back in Seattle. It was uh, great memories for us from last year. So we're, uh, we're happy to be here. Yeah. Does the gravity of that streak, nine consecutive finals, I think I looked up the official number, it's like 33-3 and three overall at this event since 2015. Is that a detail that even sits in your head? Does it blend together at this point? How do you, Tar Heels, approach this event given the history of success? Uh, I mean, every year is different. Uh, yeah. This year is different than even last year. We know we have majority of our team members back, but um, we don't look at it as like we're defending anything. It's just an opportunity to start a new season and a new chapter. And and uh, this team is excited to be here as 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 has been for every year. So um, it's been a great streak of nine straight uh, finals, and um, I think that's something that is really proud of uh, for our program. But there's so many players, so many you know great performances that have you know accounted for that. So. Um, but we're just excited, you know, for the 2024 version and see what we can do. Yeah, well, you talk about turning the page to a new year. It certainly is a new season, but your top seven, they're all back from last year. Obviously, you add in a blue chip top recruit as well. And we'll talk about the freshman Rabman in a little bit. But that sort of continuity on your roster, how does that change your approach to how you're coaching this group to start the year? Well, uh, yeah, when you, when you win uh, an NCAA title and we won your, you know, your fourth uh, indoor title, you, know, you probably have a lot of turnover. So we don't have that turnover. We're fortunate to have a lot of players who are part of that success back. So for us, it's trying to integrate uh, you know, some you know, maybe same pieces, new, new faces, but also not being complacent. And there's a lot of things we did well. Uh, last year, so trying to build on that. Yeah, well, you talk about not being complacent. That's fascinating to me because I'm curious from a scheduling purpose, when you have a group that's again, experienced, calloused, and dare I say a little bit older, you wanna make sure they're at their healthiest come May. How did you approach the scheduling for your team this year, knowing again, you kinda know what this group looks like at its best. How do you ensure the schedule allows them to peak at the right time? Well, we looked at the schedule and um, and uh, we we wanted to, you know, we want, this is our first road trip. Yeah. So we, this is, we haven't been tested on the road. So we wanted to be able to, to play some good opponents early, which we did against Auburn and Georgia. Um, we definitely um, didn't need to over schedule because this team has the experience. So I felt that uh, maybe playing the weekend before indoors um, would have been very detrimental to this team uh, health wise. Um, you know, because, you know, when you're, when you're traveling or you're competing that weekend, 
Um, you need, you, sometimes you need experience, but for us, this team didn't need experience. And so we hopefully, uh, the, you know, just the freshness for us going into this tournament can help us. Yeah, and you talk about freshness. Talk to me about the fresh piece on your team. You bring in a freshman, obviously. It's not every day, or I guess for you guys it is every day you bring in a new blue chip recruit. But talk to me about, I know we got to see Rebman play kickoff weekend, and more broadly, talk to me about what you've seen from her acclimating her first few months on the job. It's tough being an only freshman, yeah. and um, and she's done seamlessly. She is, you know, uh, it's just an incredible personality. She's blended yeah. extremely well with our team. Our six seniors have done an incredible job of <laughs> molding her into the team. And, um, she, you know, you, you can really poke fun at her. And you can, you know, she has just a awesome personality uh, being from a New York. We've had other New Yorkers who are a little <laughs> bit, a little tougher personality. Yeah, sure. You know, the AG, you know about yeah, the AG. Yeah, of course. Uh, or Jamie yeah, Loeb, notoriously yeah. tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Thea is so, uh, so friendly, so outgoing. She always has a smile on her face. Mm -hmm. And um, she's just really uh, been a... Uh, the perfect piece for this yeah. team with the experience that we have. Well, I'm so fascinated to hear you see that because that brush, breath of fresh air, that youthful exuberance, dare I say, is that something your team almost needed to start yeah. the season, just yeah. those fresh eyes? Well, I mean, we had that in Sophia. Yeah, I mean, sure. Sophia, as a, as a fifth-year senior last year, she um, she kept everything light. She kept everything kind of, you know, and she had that, uh, that, that leadership piece that mm -hmm. we needed. And this year we needed kind of a, you know, just a bubbly, you know, mm -hmm. Very, very unselfish giving, and uh, you know, just somebody that can can really room with anybody, hit with anybody, be a good doubles partner for anybody, and that's been has been Thea for us. Yeah, it's again, I'm really looking forward to seeing hopefully her play not just this weekend, but moving forward. Obviously, for the heels, last three for you. Uh, obviously, you're coming off of a summer where Reese Brantmeyer wins her first pro singles titles and pro doubles success as well. Obviously, Fiona qualifies for the U.S. Open. All of this success. I'm curious. Given that, do you expect to see those two go off and play pro events during the course of the year? Have you planned accordingly to perhaps allow players like that that opportunity where not only do then they get to go off, but hey, seven, eight, nine in my roster, I can play you this weekend as well. Is that something you're thinking about this year? Well, uh, I mean, Ben Navarro allowed, yeah. you know, last year allowed Fiona to do that in, mm -hmm. at the uh, Charleston tournament. Uh, um, so. That's if they want to play pro tournaments during the year, uh, spring semester. Mm -hmm. That's always available for them. Mm -hmm. We try and map out their individual schedule based on what they need, okay. um, and then also adapt it with what our team needs. You know, Fiona has expressed to me by winning by winning, um, uh, you know, a a wild card. She has a uh, an invitation to play an event this this spring, mm -hmm. but she wants to focus on her last semester playing, you know, for UNC in college tennis. So I don't expect her to play any. And Reese, you know, Reese and Fiona both played Arcadia. Fiona won it. So um, I don't expect Reese to do it as well, but if she wanted to, you know, it's always available. So it's always a little bit more challenging when they're really focused on the collegiate side of things to play pro tennis, you know, but, you know, we, we encourage it if that's what they want. Yeah. I, again, it speaks to their success that these, this has a question I have to ask, right? Because those opportunities will certainly be there. That said, again, Eight, nine, ten. That's how deep your roster sincerely is this season. Even if you have everyone available, will you be mixing up the lineup? Like, can we expect to see the day where, you know, again, there's a zinc at six, dare I say, or you want to give Carson a shot at one, maybe looking for the future? Are you going to play around with those things throughout the year? Yes, we'll we'll have there's be days like that. And mm -hmm. um, um, back to your initial question, I think team people think that we're a uh, a a college program, but. <laughs> We are we are really a developmental pro program. Yes. 
we want our players who are coming in to be um, have pro aspirations and they and they have a successful pro career. So how to do that is to get them to um, you know to to be able to play these pro events. Um, so, but at the same time, our team really enjoys being around each other, um, and that's why they're so excited for this week. So that chemistry and continuity is is very rare, and I, this team is so close. Um, so. You know, we will we will move things around. We'll get um, you know Zinc some matches. We'll get Sarah McClure deservingly some matches this this spring. So um, we have you know we have ten really strong players and, and incredible individuals, and we're excited to kind of move things around and give everybody opportunities. I want you to know, in my head, I, I thought, am I going to say McClure or Zinc this time? And I was <laughs> like, I think I went McClure last yeah. time, so let me go Zinc this time. But my final question for you, in that spirit, you mentioned it. First road trip for the Heels this weekend. Obviously, this is an event, nine consecutive finals, six titles in the last nine years, four consecutively. It's my favorite fact. I have broadcasted this match now a fifth year. I've never seen the Tar Heel women lose, including my favorite match ever, the 2021 finals. Scotty is setting 4-0 down. I don't have to remind you of that one um, but in that spirit look the expectation is title so to ask you otherwise would just be disingenuous but I'm curious first road trip from the season what do you want to see from your team throughout the course of whatever it's three four matches this weekend well we talked about it before we played Auburn about setting a standard of excellence for for us as a program and and uh, we we really performed well in our first competitive match against Auburn and I know that was our first match. Um, and then against Georgia the next day, has a really, really tough team. We played three times last year, you know, not losing a set against a really good team. So for us, it's about setting a standard of, of excellence that we can kind of attain to and, and you know, and, and just match every, every match out. So we're not looking at it as like, oh, we, we have to win this match. We have to win this tournament. Um, we have to do what we did, you know, previously. It's more of like, this is a new team. How do we sustain a level of excellence and things that we can control, which is our effort, our attitude, and our on our you know performance day in and day out. So, um, and we, we learned last last year that if if you do take a loss, um, that it could help you. So if we, I think this turn this team is very um, keen on on performing the best come May time. So for us to do that, um, we have to continue to improve and. Um, and have that growth mentality, and, and uh, this is a great term to do it. Yeah, well, we are certainly looking forward to watching your team compete again. They're the four-time defending champion, certainly the winningest program of late at this event, and your reigning NCAA team champions as well. I lied, I do have a bonus question for you because it was about two months ago. I was sitting in downtown Indianapolis. I was going to a Pacers game. I decided, you know who would really enjoy if I showed up at the National Indoors wearing rocking his hometown? It would be head coach Brian Calvis. Was I correct in that assumption? Well, my parents moved there when I was a sophomore in Oregon. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm an adopted hometown because they've, okay. they've lived there since uh, 1987. Okay. So, um, but um, yeah, we lived in Pennsylvania when I was, um, when when they, they moved there when I was sure. a sophomore in Oregon. But Indiana is definitely my- uh, The second my, home. My hometown, <laughs> home state basically. So love Indianapolis, love Carmel where my parents live. So um, become a, a big, uh, Colts Pacers yeah. fan for sure. Well, again, this was for you, Thank and you. Uh, certainly feels like we host this event for your Tar Heels at this point. Good luck to you, <laughs> Coach Calvis. Always Thanks appreciate so. getting the chance to chat. Appreciate it. Thank you.